Welcome everybody to Inside the Mind of Marcus Martinez. Season 1, episode 21. Hey, y'all boy completed the No Nut November Challenge. Hey, what site? Oh my God, my dance going on. I'm hyped. Today I'm going to talk about energy in the seven chakras. Inside the mind of Marcus Martinez starts now. Your boy is back on the mic. First off, I want to apologize to my followers for the delay with this episode. You know, I had a lot going on the past few weeks. You know, it's life. Life happens. It's that time of year too, you know. Um, so thank y'all for being patient with me. You know, I missed y'all, but I'm back on. I'm back on the mic. I'm back on the. Um, I'm back doing my podcast. I got some things lined up. To top off season one. Um, and then like ever since last episode, I'm like, man, you no, know, I can't wait to post again. You know, even though I didn't post, I still was writing, I still was working on my craft, I still was prepping. Um, it's just now, right now, on this Sunday night, December 13th, I just happened to have that energy right and just ready to ready to talk, ready to flow. You know. Um, I got me a little dranky drank too on the side right now that I got. It's called Shiny Apple Cider, made with shiny Ontario apples. It's, it's, it's nice, though. It's hitting. I ain't gonna lie. 7% alcohol. And check this out. It's vegan and gluten-free. Where can you find something like that? So, if uh, folks at Shiny Apple Cider hear this, hit me up. I'll do some, pro- I'll do some promotions for y'all. Get y'all product out there. Just slide me a few dollars under the table. We'll be good. But uh, here I am, you know, coming off a no nut November challenge. Hey, holla at your boy, though. I went 30 days with no porn, no masturbating, and not doing the nasty. I didn't do no chaka chaka. And I'm going to be my own chill. I'm going to be my own cheerleader here. This is the first time that I've done that in my life. So uh, good job, Marcus. I'm going to be honest with y'all, too. I don't believe um, I'm going to get hooked on porn again. Like, for real. Like, my energy is too raw right now. Like, my mental clarity is sharp. Folks can't mess with me. Like, for real. Like, I ain't saying that coming from, like, a place of arrogance or cockiness. I'm a humble man. I've been humble many times throughout my life. Hell, last week I was humble. I'm just saying, ever since I preserved my semen during the month of November, I just leveled up. I'm on a level folks can't mess with me now. Energy is too nice, too raw, too authentic. I got things manifesting in my life right now. The love, peace, happiness, joy, abundance, blessings. My energy is flowing. My energy is flowing. And it's great. Last month is my birthday, November 27. Hey, where my sags at though? Sags, that's the best sign there is. Holla, I'm going to send a shout out to my sags. Uh, shout out to myself as well for making another year. Uh, speaking of energy, my energy, a piece of my energy will be two years old come December 27th. My son, Memphis, little man, that's my dog right there. Shout out to my son for turning two at the end of the month. Yeah, man, just told y'all having a child changed my whole outlook on this energy thing. Like I said, when it happened, 
I was like, man, what would happen if I kept the energy inside me? In the summer, I found out I was being the dad, changed my whole outlook on this energy thing. And just doing all that research, learning more about semen retention, the power of semen and um, just the benefits of it. I came across reading up on the seven chakras. And that's what this episode is about, the seven chakras. And the following episode, I'll talk about how your semen retention helps balance your chakras. And I'm speaking, I'm coming, I guess I'm speaking as a man or talking to men about this because I really haven't met or came across uh, a woman or read up on how not orgasming affects women when it comes to balancing the seven chakras Um, because it's different women are magical they they on a whole other level when it comes to that but i am gonna go over some things that uh if you are if you are a female listening to this that you can benefit from uh, when it comes to balancing your chakras okay so what are the seven chakras so within our body uh, we have these series of energy fields um, known as chakras. So the word chakra is ancient Sanskrit word meaning wheel or disc. The concept originated back in India between 1500 and 500 BC. And there are as many as 114 of these little energy centers around our body. But I'm only going to be talking about the seven main ones today. The root chakra, the sacral chakra, solar plexus, the heart chakra, throat chakra, third eye chakra, and the crown chakra. Okay? Excuse me. Um, These chakras are responsible for distributing life energy through us known as chi, spelled Q-I. And if you remember that game Words for Friends, and someone would drop that word Q-I and put it on that triple letter, and if they played it right, they mess around and get a 60-point word, that's what that means, chi. It's life energy that flows through your chakra. So for you Scrabble players, next time you play Scrabble, go ahead and drop that chi on them. And they're going to be like, man, what's that mean? You tell them you hit them up with that knowledge, man. This is energy. This is what this means. Okay. So for my work with friends and Scrabble players, I just gave you a little hint. Okay. So listen. Um, so throughout our journey in life, uh, chakras transfer energy to one. To another so constantly channeling chi and the upward and downward flow from the base of our spine to the top of our head and from the top of our head to the base of our spine so the energy is flowing up and down through our bodies um so the seven chakras are invisible and they're not static like the way bones are so don't be going to the bathroom right now trying to find your seven chakras because that's not going to happen okay they're invisible but they are all connected and energetically influence various glands and organs within our body. So not only do each chakra influence glands and organs throughout our body, but they also influence our consciousness and our emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. Um, have y'all ever heard of the Rainbow Bridge? Dang. I'm not talking about like when a pet dies. I'm just referring to the concept like the overpass between the heavens and earth. Okay, here's a better example. If for if you ever travel from New York 
Niagara Falls to the Niagara Falls to Canada, you travel over their bridge. The name of that bridge is called the Rainbow Bridge. So imagine the seven chakras are like stepping stones across the Rainbow Bridge, across the overpass between heaven and earth. So in order for your chakras um, to have that energy travel back and forth across the bridge, um, your key, your chi, um, transfers that energy from the chakras across the bridge from the heavens to the earth and from the earth to the heavens. So as you journey across the bridge, it's important that your energy is able to travel in both directions. So this transfer of energy back and forth across the rainbow bridge can only take place if your chakras are open and health and healthy. But when one or more of your chakras become unbalanced or closed or blocked, the energy that is trying to transfer becomes stagnant and there's a traffic jam on your rainbow bridge. Y'all feel me? Okay. How, you might be thinking, how is it or how are our chakras blocked or how do they become unbalanced? And that stems from really unresolved difficulties that we've encountered on our journey through life, especially those occur that occurred during our childhood when we were not as conscious as we are now. So, for example, during our childhood, we may have, have experienced too much or too little of something. For example, um, having too much responsibility as a child, you know, like having to be the man of the house at an early age, or having to take care of your siblings when you really just wanted to be a kid. Or you might have received too little or crave for something that you wanted but didn't get. Like guidance, attention, or support. You may have experienced something that was out of your control. Like physical or sexual abuse. Whatever difficulties life threw at you. Whatever brought you imbalance to your life. You had to find some way to deal with it. And whatever life threw at us, uh, we had to develop and manage these difficulties on our journey through life. And because of that, we developed lifelong patterns of coping mechanisms and defenses that we use to protect the inner child of ours. And in return, it shaped our personalities. So if one or more of our chakras become blocked, energy currents can be hindered, keeping us stuck in repetitive patterns which can form or which can manifest into something like an addiction. An addiction is a classic example of repetitive patterns caused by blockage of the upper current. And which for me brings me back to my life of porn. And I'm going to share with y'all some of my childhood traumas and unresolved experiences that I encountered along my journey, which led me to a life, not only of porn addiction, but where I use sex and emotional eating to cope with imbalances with my energy and blockage of my chakras. Where shall I start? Mm, let's start here. Uh, when I was eight years old, my parents divorced. And which for, which for me was traumatic because my parents had me. They were teenage parents. Both had me at 17. I was with my parents majority of my childhood. Basically pretty much for the first stage of my root chakra the first seven years 
think I uh, think did I talk about that already or no? I will talk about that. The developmental stages of your chakra. So for the first seven years of my life, I was with my parents. Um, so when they divorced, um, I cried a lot. It was very traumatic. Um, I did not cope with that change in my life. Um, and also being the son of an NFL star, my dad played football. I seen and experienced a lot coming up in my life that a lot of kids didn't experience. So, um, just that lifestyle growing up, I, it did something to me. And that being said, uh, I didn't see my father a lot as a kid, which for me was traumatic because I love my father, but just him being in the league and that lifestyle and, you know, coming across all that money, it's, it's a different life. It's a different upbringing. So, um, I didn't see my dad a lot growing up. And like I said, I did a lot of crying when they divorced and, uh, my parents split was very traumatic for me. Um, I grew up feeling unheard, uh, grew up believing my feelings were never valid. Uh, fast forward to my teenage years when, uh, when I was 16, I broke my leg, um, at a football camp, the injury nearly cost me my leg. Um, and the whole experience for me was, it did a number on me mentally. You know, it's different. If you were listening to this and you have a child and you have to tell them that they're going to have to cut off your leg, how does a child cope with that? How do you tell your child that? How do you expect your child to be after that? And by God's grace, I still have my leg, but still though, the the stuff that I went through it was a lot. Um, let's see, recovering. While I was recovering from the injury, uh, when I was in high school, I was dating this girl uh, when I was in high school, and she was white. And when her parents found out we were dating, her parents told her that she couldn't be with me because I was black. You know, it's like, he's black. He's not good enough. You can't be with him. Again, how does one cope with that? You know? Um, let's see. Uh, because of my injury, nearly had my leg amputated. I live a life of chronic pain. Every day I'm in some sort of pain. Um, I have half my left leg missing. I can't move my toes. I never know what it's like. I never know what it will be like having two good feet. Every day my back is on fire. As I sit and talk and do this podcast right now, my back is killing me. Like, I don't know what to do. I, I don't take medication because I've been hooked before and I don't want to be hooked again. And uh, I only can smoke so much weed, you know. So I live a life every day in chronic pain. And there hasn't been a day in the last 20 years where I have not been in some sort of pain. Fast forward to my adulthood, carrying all that trauma with me, led me to a life that I hadn't imagined or planned. Man, I've been humbling so many times I, I lost count. You know, I've hit rock bottom so many times I can write a book, you know, and because of these traumatic experiences that went that went unresolved in my life on my journey, I suppressed my emotions subconsciously and I masked them with sex, emotional eating and pornography, which led me to being addicted to uh, the life of porn. And because of me not confronting the experiences, uh, keeping in mind, not being a con- not being conscious enough to understand this way of thinking. I created for myself unhealthy habits and thought patterns like emotional instability, not having a sense of self-worth, not feeling love or accepting love, stress, not having the ability to handle rejection, not knowing who I was, sexual frustration, 
using porn to help me sleep, eating when I'm not hungry, bashing myself, questioning my desire to live, and lastly, being afraid to speak truth. Now looking back and knowing all that I know now, my addictions indicated that one or more of my chakras were not in sync. And because of this imbalance, this prevented me from this preventing my energy from uh, moving in this upper current and from the base of my spine to the top of my head or from the earth to the heavens. And if you look at it from, a, let's say, a religious or a spiritual standpoint, the prayers that were going up to the heavens uh, were not being heard. Well, I won't say it would not be heard, but when the message was trying to come down, it was not getting to me because there was too much blocking the way. You know, one can read all the books they want. They can have all the conversations they want. They can pray to God all they want. But if there's no flow of energy coming down from the heavens or from the top of the head, what you're trying to manifest or what you're trying to manifest, what you're praying to will have a hard time coming to fruition because there's too much blockage. We've all heard the phrase, make room for God or don't block your blessings. This is what I'm talking about. You know, so when you unblocking your chakras, it frees up rooms for blessings, manifestation and communication with the higher power. Y'all feel me? And it's like an alcoholic. Uh, an alcoholic remains trapped until he or she becomes conscious for the reasons of drinking. And any, and any recovering alcoholic will tell you uh, awareness is not enough. Diligent effort must be applied on many levels. So in order not to block your blessings or make room for God, you have to be honest and true to yourself. Turn your attention to unresolved traumas, past experiences that brought you hurt, stuff you hadn't let go. And when one person brings consciousness to these issues, it gives, them, it gives them a means of breaking down the bonds that have been holding them down along their journey. I'll get more in depth on the upward and downward flow of energy and the seven chakras after this commercial break. Um, Say ABC. commercial break in between my podcast and I'm trying to fill the time so I figure I'll do your ABC's is that a good idea? Oh yeah. is that a good idea? Oh yeah. alright alright you said it's a good idea so I'm going to go with it man say bye 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 see you see ya see you next time peace out peace out All right, I'm back. Sorry for all the noise in the background during that commercial break. Didn't realize how tough it'd be to record a podcast with a two-year-old. Dude, he kept slapping the phone. I'm like, Memphis, can you not slap the phone off the tripod like that? I'm still making payments on this man. And all he had to say was, Apple? I'm like, oh, man, you asking for an Apple when I'm trying to parent. 
but that's my dog though. You know, we got to start somewhere in my life goal as a father is to do my best and make sure his chakras stay balanced and the flow of his energy is not interrupting. That's my goal. That's what I'm here to do. And that's what I plan to do for him and my future seeds. And speaking of chakras, let's go. Let's get into it. So with each chakra, I'm going to go over uh, its Sanskrit name. I will botch a few of them. So forgive me in advance, but uh, uh, I'm trying. I'm going to go over its location, its main purpose, at which stage on our journey the chakra is developed. Um, now, with the developmental stage, according to philosophy, our life moves in seven-year cycles corresponding with each of the seven chakras. Uh, we have one dominant chakra for each cycle. So in the first seven years, like I had told y'all before, um, when my root chakra was dominant when my parents were together, in the first seven years from ages, you know, since we were born till we're seven years old, we are influenced by the root chakra. So from ages eight to 14, it's the sacral chakra, and from 15 to 21, the solar plexus, and so on and so forth. Okay, after that, I'll go over which part of our identity each chakra is associated with. Uh, affirmation vibration, how you start your affirmation to give power to each chakra. It's color. Think about the rainbow bridge and its seven colors. The element of life it pertains to. When it's balanced. Uh, what happens when there is too much or too little flow of energy. Now with this. You got to keep in mind, there are two main characteristics that happen when we look within ourselves and see how unresolved childhood traumas has made an impact on our journey. So, for example, you may have increased your energy on a particular level in order to deal with an issue in life. Or you may have decreased your energy in one chakra in order to avoid an issue. So by this, a chakra can become excessive or it can become deficient with its energy. An excessive chakra holds an excessive chakra holds on too tightly and it needs to let go and release. When a deficient chakra or they become undernourished and need to let go and receive. Receive that energy. Okay. Uh, next after that will be the characteristics of each chakra when being out of balance. Uh, then followed by the physical problems that come with each chakra being out of balance. And lastly, the demon associated with each level of energy. Ooh, you best believe when there is good to be done, evil is not far behind. You can call it whatever you want. The devil, evil spirits, negative vibes, negative energy. Don't matter if you look at it from a religious viewpoint or a spiritual standpoint, whether you believe in Jesus, Muhammad, or Buddha, the rules of the game are the same. You take the O out of the good, you got God. You add the D to evil, you got the devil. Let me say that one more time. If you take the O out of good, you got God. You add the D to evil, you got the devil. For every level, there's another devil. Preach, Brother Marcus. Can the church get the amen? Y'all don't hear me, though. I said, for every level to this game of life, the devil has already made his reservations, okay? So just because one level ups in this game called life don't mean this is going to be, it gets easier. The higher you go, the harder it gets. But you got to know how to, um, how can I say this? 
You got to be in sync with yourself, which I'm going to have to go over. You got to have the flow of energy flowing from your root chakra to your crown chakra. And that's, and having that type of awareness allows you to face each devil on each level. Y'all feel me? Also, I have to add with seven chakras, there also are so many other factors that go along with the energy. You know, you got um, each chakra holds a specific frequency, which is associated with when like when it comes to like a specific sound wave. You got crystals, you got yoga poses, you got foods, you got animals, you got flowers, you got essential oils. You even got the planets. So much more stuff that goes along with the seven chakras. But I'm not going to get into all that on this episode. Just making y'all aware of it. So if you like to do further research, you ain't gonna be like, oh, Marcus didn't talk about that. Like, yo, I did. I'm just not gonna get into it all right now, okay? Let's go. Let's get into it. The first chakra, the root chakra. Sanskrit name, Muladhara. Location at the base of the spine. So think about your root chakra as the foundation, like the foundation of a house, but except for your body. You can't build nothing without a strong foundation, okay? Its main purpose is responsible for your sense of security and survival. Developmental stage, ages 1 to 7. Associate with self-preservation. Affirmation vibration, I am. Color, red. Element associated with it, earth. When it's balanced, you feel connected and grounded. Your basic needs like food, water, shelter, and safety are met. And as you well know, when these things are met, you tend to worry less. Uh, when a chakra is too excessive, when it's too much energy, you feel heavy, uh, sluggish. You tend to hoard stuff. Uh, you become more materialistic. You can uh, you got eating disorders. When a chakra is deficient, you're in a constant state of fear. You lack discipline, you're restless, underweight, spacey, you stress about money and financial is financial security. Uh, characteristics of the root chakra being out of balance, you may experience anxiety disorders, live in fear, and have nightmares. Uh, physical problems associated with it, problems with the colon, you have bladder problems, weak immune system, you got issues with your feet and legs, and men could experience issues with the prostate gland. It's demon, fear, and lust. Next, the sacral chakra. Sanskrit name, Swahisana, located just below the belly button. Its main purpose, sexuality and emotions. Developmental stage, ages 8 to 14. So during this stage, uh, we start to become more creative, uh, expressing our emotions freely, and our sexual energy starts to flow. Uh, young women will... You know, start to get their periods during this uh, stage. Um, both male and female will start developing some a better understanding of their sexuality and what reproduction means. Um, also, during this period is when young adults experience their you know first relationships, gaining a better understanding of opposite sex, what the opposite sex represents, um, and experiencing sexuality for the first time. And this is when you know. Young kids start to develop their crushes or what we like to call back in the day, puppy love. It's associated with self-gratification and self-esteem, affirmation, vibration, I feel, color, orange, element, water. When balanced, you're friendly, 
passionate, filled with abundance, pleasure, and joy, creative. You embrace who you are sexually. When there's too much of this chakra, um, you're overly emotional. You have poor boundaries. You could become addicted to sex and uh, obsessive attachments. Uh, when this chakra is deficient, emotional numbness, and fear of pleasure. Characteristics when it's blocked or out of balance. Um, hold on, did I say? I'm sorry, let me back up again. I said when it's deficient, yeah, emotional numbness and fear of pleasure. Characteristics when it's out of balance or blocked. Um, you have emotional instability, sexual dysfunction, uh, depression, addiction-like behaviors, physical problems. Uh, you can experience sexual and reproductive issues, kidney stones, hip, pelvic, and low back pain. It's demon guilt. Third, the solar plexus chakra. Sanskrit name, Manupura, known as the power chakra. Located in the abdomen in the center of the belly, the solar plexus governs all things that are metabolic, digestive, and stomach related. Its main purpose, power, and will. Developmental stage, 15 to 21 years of age. A lot of kids will experience that this, a lot of, I'm going to say a lot of kids, young adults, early, I don't know what they call them these days, but um, they experience uh, anxiety during their teenage years. Um, they might they might become more selfish and introspective um, as they develop their individual sense of who they truly are. It's associated with self-definition. It's color, yellow, element, fire, wind, balance. Um, the third chakra brings us energy, effectiveness, um, and also a non-dominating power. Uh, when it's too much, too much of this energy, uh, we can blame, start blaming. There's aggression, scatterbrain, you can't stay still, constantly active. Uh, when there's too little of this energy, we are weak will, passive, sluggish, fearful. Characteristics of when this chakra is blocked, you can suffer from low self-esteem, have difficulty making decisions, uh, may have anger or control issues, have a fear, constant fear of being rejected. You're able, one can be able to, um, I say one can be able, excuse me. Um, you're able, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say you're able. What I'm trying to say is you can be taken advantage of easily. And also, you have a tend to procrastinate. Physical problems associated with this chakra, digestive problems, you're always tired. Um, and you also can experience pancreas and gallbladder issues. The demon associated with this chakra is shame and laziness. Next is the heart chakra, my favorite one. Sanskrit name, Anatata. I think I said that right. The heart chakra is the central matrix of the seven chakra system. So with three chakras being below it and three chakras being above it. Um, this is where physical energy and spiritual energy meet. Um, and this chakra is governed by uh, a love for ourselves as well as a love for other people. Located near the heart in the center of the chest. Its main purpose is all about love and relationships. Where it's developed along our journey between the ages of 22 and 28. Uh, during this time, a lot of people meet their lifetime partners during this stage of life. And then, then when society 
puts that pressure on people to get married. It's usually when it happens during this uh, stage of of our life. Um, associated with uh, self-acceptance, vibra- affirmation, vibration, I love, color, green and pink, element associated with it, air. When it's balanced, uh, one is full of joy, full of love, have compassion for people around them. They're easy to forgive. Uh, compassion flows freely through them in both in terms of giving out compassion and receiving it. Um, and it's known to say when it's balanced that your good vibes are contagious. Uh, when there's too much of this chakra, uh, one can be codependent, have poor boundaries. They become possessive, jealousy, uh, narciss- narcissistic. Uh, when this chakra is deficient, one is shy, lonely, isolated. They lack empathy. If one is in a relationship with someone, they tend to suffocate their problem because um, they have a fear of being alone. Uh, when the chakra is blocked, uh, characteristics of when it's blocked, anger, uh, fear of betrayal, self-hatred towards their one, self-hatred towards yourself and others, uh, especially in the form of holding a grudge against something or someone. And we know holding grudges harbors uh, negative feelings and this cuts you off from opportunities to love. Physical problems associated with this chakra, asthma, upper back problems, shoulder problems, arm and wrist pain. It's demon, grief, and envy. Grief and envy. Excuse me. Next is the throat chakra. Sanskrit name, this Sudada. This is the first of the three spiritual chakras. Okay, as opposed to the lower chakras, which manifest themselves in a more physical way, the top three manifest in a spiritual way. Uh, this chakra is located near the throat. Uh, the throat chakra. It's associated with the thyroid, jaw, neck, mouth, tongue, and larynx. Uh, its developmental stage is 29 to 35 years of age. Developing in this stage is when we develop communication skills as well as our ability to express ourselves better. Uh, also during the stage is when a lot of people really start to find their voice. They feel more comfortable with themselves and open themselves up freely. Um, also, it's when one finds their purpose in life. Its main purpose is communication. Part of our personalities associated with is self-expression, affirmation, vibration, I speak, color, blue, element of the universe is associated with, sound. When balanced, one is articulate, they're honest, they're truthful. When this chakra is in check, you are fully able to listen as well as speak and express yourself clearly. However, when this chakra is excessive, a person tends to talk too much, has a hard time listening, and often stutters. And when the chakra is deficient, one has a fear of speaking and has poor rhythm. Uh, characteristic when it's blocked. Um, in addition to having trouble speaking their truth and expressing yourself, uh, you can find it hard to pay attention and stay focused. Uh, you have a fear of judgment for others, which hinders you, um, which hinders your ability to keep it real. Physical problems, blockage can manifest a sore throat, thyroid issues, pain in the neck and shoulder, or headache. Uh, also, ear infections, too. And it's, it's demon lies. Okay. Next is a third eye chakra. Sanskrit name, Anya. Located in the center of the forehead. Physically located between the eyebrows, the third eye chakra is said to rule 
organs that include the purity gland, eyes, head, lower part of the brain. It's developmental stage 36 to 42. Its main purpose is intuition and imagination. Associated with self-reflection, affirmation vibration, I see. Its color, indigo. Element, light. When it's balanced, it governs our intuition. It gives us the ability to recognize and tap into that intuition. Having that third eye open, keyword open, the third eye is also said they're responsible for all things between us and the outside world, serving us like a bridge between the two. It allows having the third eye open allows us. I, and I say, and I say, when I say open like that, I got my hands up with the quotation marks. Now I'm about to do that right now. It allows us woke folks to cut right through the bullshit and drama to see the clear picture. Okay. However, some of these folks out here are too woke and that energy is too excessive, which leads to headaches, nightmares, hallucinations, disillusion, and you have a difficult you have difficulty concentrating. Um, when this chakra is deficient, one has poor memory, poor vision, cannot see the obvious patterns, and mostly most likely they're in denial. Um, when the chakra is blocked, you might have trouble assessing your intuition, trusting your inner voice. Um, you might have trouble recalling important facts or learning new skills. And if your lower chakras, like your root, sacral, solar plexus, throat, and heart chakras are unbalanced, it's a high possibility that your third eye will be closed. Keyword, closed. And with a closed third eye, you're likely to become more judgmental, dismissive, moody, stubborn, stubborn, and uh, most likely be introverted. Physical problems associated with the closed third eye. Uh, you have a slew of brain health issues, uh, blurred vision, sinus infections, or sinus issues. Uh, and this demon is illusion and anger. And lastly, we have the crown chakra. Sanskrit name, Sahasra. I think I'll say that, Sahasra. Forgive me. The crown chakra um, it's a center of enlightenment and our spiritual connection to the higher power. It's located on the top of our head. Uh, it's developmental stage. Um, it really develops throughout our life, but, um, but between the ages of 43 and 49, its main purpose is awareness. It's associated with self-knowledge, color, violet, element, thought. When it's balanced, the crown chakras brings us knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and a spiritual connection. Um, unlike other chakras, the crown chakras often only open, can only fully be open um, through specific yoga and meditative exercises, uh, which is not a skill set you can just call upon at any moment. You know, you may be able to get a taste of it through daily practices, um, anything from meditation, prayer. Um, two moments of silence and gratitude, but like I said, it's developed throughout life and you only can get to this point when all your chakras are balanced. You know what I'm saying? That energy flows from the root to the, to the crown. Like I said, just not something you can just call on anytime. You got to work to get to your crown chakra being, uh, let's say open. Okay. So when this chakra is overly excessive, when there's too much energy, 
Uh, one can be overly intellectual. Um, they can have a spiritual addiction, confusion. Uh, this they can be disassociated with the body. One is chakras deficient. Uh, one can experience learning difficult learning difficulties, uh, spiritual skepticism, uh, limited beliefs, and materialism. All right. Uh, when the chakra is blocked, uh, the crown chakra may create feelings of isolation or emotional distress, basically feeling disconnected from everyone and everything. It's demon, pride, and attachment. For those Marvel fans, uh, in the words of my man Wong from Avengers Affinity War, attachment to the material is detachment from the spiritual. That's it. I love that movie. That's my favorite movie. I'm watching it tonight too. But that's the seven chakras, y'all. And uh, when the seven chakras are balanced, a person will feel emotionally and mentally at his or her best, and their physical bodies are vibrant and vital. Okay. On the final note, check this out. Every seven years since we were born, we ascend up the chakra ladder. I told you each chakra has their developmental stage. So every seven years, we ascend up this ladder. So the first year of every seven-year cycle starts with the root chakra, and then it's paired with the next chakra in line. So for example, when we are one years of age, the root chakra is paired with the root chakra. You know, little people are motivated by fear, and their only goal at this stage in life is simply to survive. But when they turn two, the root chakra is dominant and the sub energy is the sacral chakra because it's the next in line. So as a two year old, let's say my son, for example, you'll be two at the end of the month. His feelings start to emerge. You know, he starts to have his preferences about what he likes and doesn't like what he wants to do and doesn't want to do. So and when they, he turns eight, the sacral chakra is the dominant and then the root chakra is the sub. And then we just ascend up this ladder. Y'all feel me how that works? Um, so like when we were born, the root chakra being dominant and supported by the root. When we get to the age of 49, the crown chakra is dominant and the crown energy is the dominant. And at this age, at the age 49, is when we begin to teach and pass the knowledge of the highest spiritual ideas, which is selfless love and the love of God. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I'm pleased of the time you're taking out a day to listen to me talk. Today's affirmation. I am unique and I am special. I am unique and I am special. If you haven't already, subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. If you want to holler at me, get me on the ground at Marcus underscore Martez. Always remember, be peace, be love, be happy. Until next episode, I ride out. <laughs>
see you. Yeah. Peace out. Peace out.